We good to go? It feels like the perfect night for SwiftCast, a Taylor Swift podcast by the fans for the fans. Well, hi, guys. Hey. Hi. Hi. We missed you last week. Yeah. That was no fun. I don't like technical Ooh. difficulties. No. My my computer poopied out on me. So I get to use my sisters. She's very generous. Yay. Welcome to episode 20, everybody. My name is Haley. Ashley. Belle. And Nate. Hello. Hello. I'm so glad to be back. So <laughs> We're glad to have you back. <laughs> we missed you. And I missed everybody. But you know what you don't want to miss? An episode of SwiftCast. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a so, good point. That would be a very yeah, bad so idea. It would be. And we would be sad. If you hit the bu- subscribe button on the bottom of the iTunes page, on the SwiftCast iTunes page, um, you would automatically get it downloaded so you don't have to worry about when we you know, post new episodes. That's pretty cool. You should do that. You should. Clicky, clicky, click. Clicking is good. And it only takes a few seconds. So. It's a great way to, you know, show your mouse that you care. (laughs) Speaking of showing you care. (laughs) Speaking of showing we care. We have an awesome store out. So if you want to support SwiftCast with everything that we do, we have t-shirts and messenger bags and stickers and just a whole bunch of other stuff. And more keeps adding all the time. So be sure if you don't see something you like to definitely just keep coming back. And it just, you know, helps us bring SwiftCast to you for free. Free is good. You guys all like free. Support it. <laughs> and, Belle, what is this um, link for, for our store? Oh, uh, if you guys want to visit our store, go to cafepress.com slash stuff. That's the only one that's different than SwiftCast 13. So, yeah, it's the one that throws you off. But do it. And it still throws me off. <laughs> Sorry. We love you. We love you too. And one last awesome announcement is we are looking for another host to add to to all of us and, you know, become part of our team. Um, we've gotten some great people applying and everything. And so we will be, what's the word? Conducting interviews. There you go. <laughs> That's the <laughs> one I'm looking for. Um, we will be shortly conducting all, all of the interviews. We just want to get a list of everything and get it all set up and get all, you know, everything together. So you still have still time to apply. Yeah, you guys still have a lot of time to apply. And it looks like maybe next month. Yeah, I think we're definitely looking to have picked a host by um, the time the tour is over. At, toward the end of September. So definitely apply. Go to swiftcast13.com and go to the host with us tab under Fan Central and follow all that all that information and we will soon contact you for an interview. We look forward to hearing from more people. We like it. It's fun. We do. And so speaking of the tour coming around and everything. Ashley, why don't you go tell us what the latest uh, stops have been? Well, on our last episode, episode 19, we covered the first two L.A. shows, which were super awesome, where Taylor brought Cher Lloyd, Sarah Bareilles, Antigone and Sarah as her guests. 
So, of course, we're all expecting some major surprises in store for the second two L.A. shows, and Taylor did not disappoint. On August 23rd, uh, the wildcard song was Enchanted, which was awesome, and then Taylor brought out special guest Ellie Golding, and they sang the song Anything Could Happen, which, if you've been to the tour, is kind of cool, because it's also one of the songs Taylor plays every night before she comes on stage. So, that was a really good performance. You should definitely check out the video. And then on August 20th, oh, and not to, not to mention the fact that Taylor and Ed, Taylor and Ellie are both allergic to each other. <laughs> oh yeah, they posted some really funny pictures. That's my pictures. assessment of this one picture where they're like looking like they're both just having like the worst colds ever. <laughs> it's hilarious. And so then um, last night on the twenty fourth, it was the fourth and final LA show, and the wild card song was fifteen. Taylor's been playing that a lot lately. She's played it like three or four times in the past couple weeks. So that was the wildcard song. And then I think people were expecting the special guest right after Sparks Fly, which is usually the part in the show where she brings someone out. And then there was no one there. So we were all sort of either people at the show, I'm sure, were anticipating it. And the rest of us just sitting in front of our computers, <laughs> staring at the screen. And finally, we refreshing our Twitter feed. Yeah. <laughs> so towards the end of the show, Taylor brought out Jennifer Lopez, and they sang Jenny from the Block, and I definitely did not see that one coming, but it was pretty epic. Okay, first of all, (laughs) Miss Taylor, the queen of awkward dancing, learned how to body roll. (laughs) Let's just start with that. And it wasn't an awkward body roll. No, it was like a legit, (laughs) like, full-on, she had it going on body roll. (laughs) Like, she was... Can I say All it was up sexy? in its face. It was, it was, it was amazing. Sexy. Okay, yeah, it was. I mean, I'm a straight female, and I will fully tell you straight up that was sexy. And it was kind of interesting. It was different from a lot of the other special performances because J Lo actually had her like full crew of dancers on the stage. Oh that yeah, that awesome. was awesome. <laughs> so yeah, that was definitely a grand finale for LA. Oh yeah. I, th- I thought it was hilarious because, like like you said, you know, it didn't happen right after Sparks Fly. And so people were, like, st- starting to kind of almost freak out and complain. And they were like, what? There's no special guest for the last LA show? No, that's not fair. And everybody was, like, freaking out. And then... Well, Taylor did pretty like, much promise it. She tweeted earlier that there were... She wonder what's going to happen tonight or something like that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That would be really, really rude of her. People, people were uh, starting to have a panic attacks, I think, and then... And then everything got everything got calmed down. Well, actually, I take that back. It did not get calmed down. It got wild, but more, <laughs> but in a good way. She's got to keep everybody on their toes. She does, and she keeps everyone on their toes, and not only on their toes, but also just jumping straight off off the floor. I mean, on their air. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> I was going somewhere jumping. with that, but it, yes, thank you. <laughs> Thank you. There we go. The most simplest way to say it. All right. I'm going to go to my corner now. Continue. So the upcoming shows this week, um, on the 27th, Taylor will be in Sacramento. And then on the 30th, she'll be in Portland, Oregon. And then on the 31st, um, she'll be in Tacoma, Washington, and Belle will be there. Yay! Tacoma. You excited? That's going to be a fun show. Yeah. You haven't seen the tour in, like, quite a while now. I know, and I'm so sad about that, but I'm so excited I finally get to see it again. And the cool thing is, this is the very last night I will ever be living in Seattle. 
Oh, I'm that's a going good to that, This is how I'm spending my last night before I am officially moving to Tennessee. I think <laughs> that's a show. pretty good farewell present. Yeah, I agree. That is a great way to say farewell, Seattle. That was so nice of Taylor, Taylor to coordinate her schedule like that. <laughs> I know, and she did it just for me. I mean, I know, I, I obviously, like, you know, sent her some fan mail and told her, this is the last day I'm going to be in Seattle, so when you're making your tour, consider, you know, make sure that, make sure to make that stop before I move, and obviously she got my mail, so, thanks. I would just like to take a moment right now to let you all know, Taylor just tweeted, headed to the VMAs, so excited. Yay! <laughs> so Live I. tweet. I, can't wait. I cannot wait for her to see Ed dressed up as the Fonz. <laughs> oh my god. We're all we're all going through this episode trying to not be distracted by the red carpet happenings that are going on at the moment. We're trying. We're trying. Focus. Focus. Spoiler alert, by the time you download this episode, you will probably also see that we will have a mini episode all about the VMAs, which we'll record as soon as they're over tonight. So look forward to that too. Yay. Faux show. Well guys, I think it's now time for Keeping up with Swift. Woohoo! Woo! All right, so our first piece of news. Um, Taylor uh, received an award the other night at the Staples Center um, for tying for the most sold-out shows at the at the center. And uh, they had an award ceremony for her, and this happened on um, August 19th. And they, um, they gave her um, this really nice plaque. Um, it had, like, 11, like, platinum album things in the back and then had all of her albums uh album covers on it it was very cool and they also gave her a tiffany cuff uh inscribed bracelet it was very cool so so anyway yeah she tied with uh the latin pop group uh mana for uh the same amount of sellouts 11 so that's pretty impressive i gotta say that's crazy so. and i'm sure that she'll add many more to that number over the next few years I hope so, because oh, yeah. I want to go to those shows. The next time she is at the Staples Center, I will be there. No matter what, I will be there. I am not missing another tour of the Staples Center shows. I have been, like, in a state of depression for the last week. <laughs> I really wanted to go this year, but then I decided my plan was to try and attend at least one tour show every month, which I have accomplished, so I'm happy about that. Mm -hmm. But because I went to so many in the spring, there was no way I could do this one, too. Next tour, you and I are going. Yes. What about us? You yeah, come really. too. <laughs> you guys too? I'm going to fly okay. across the United States. I don't care. I was about to, like, I was I about wasn't, to say. I, wasn't, you know, I, wasn't, I didn't need to leave you guys out. Like, we all need to go. Last year, yes. I flew to Vegas for literally just 24 hours to see Taylor at iHeart. <laughs> I know. I, I'm so sad that I didn't know you then because I was there too. <laughs> I literally flew there Saturday morning. Went to the show Saturday night and took like a six a.m. Sunday flight back home. Oh my god, that was worth it because I heard that it was, was a good worth show. It. it was worth it. I think I that was the fun. first. Yeah. Was that like the breakout red performance? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, that was the first performance where they actually had like some pieces of the red set. Well, our next uh, awesome piece of news is that Tegan and Sarah were interviewed for the Rolling Stones right after their performance with Taylor. And they said she's flawlessly moved between genres, and she has such integrity and depth in her music. She's proven you can make a pop record that still has an incredible feeling in it, which is so amazingly true. She's she's flowed in her music career so gracefully. I, you know, 
I agree with that fully. I think it's it's really cool to see like her her changing up her style, but none of it is like, oh, I'm trying too hard to change my style. It's all been a very natural evolution with her music. Yeah. It's nice to see the artists that, you know, Taylor obviously admires admires enough to invite them to, to perform at her concerts and for them to admire her back. Because I'm sure that, you know, their genres are different. They probably never really planned or expected to play with her. But then once they had the chance, like, it seems like everyone that she works with really appreciates the effort and quality of her shows. I think B.O.B. is like a prime example of that, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. So um, another interview that happened recently, Marina Toybina, who is the designer that um, designed the majority of the Red Tour costumes, gave an interview with The Hollywood Reporter. And if you remember a few episodes ago, um, our Taylor Swift's closet segment, Jamie was talking about all the different outfits and how she was talking about Marina Toybina and her vision. So this interview kind of expands upon that, and she talks about what the inspiration was, what it was like working with Taylor, what it was like seeing her costumes come to life on stage. So it's a really cool interview. If you go to HollywoodReporter.com, you can read the full thing there. It is a really cool interview. Also, in really, really, really cool news, Taylor's official CMA consideration video has been released. And basically, um, it's like a promo video of like the highlights of her year and of the Red Tour and her entourage and everything. And it's, you know, kind of to encourage the CMA members to vote for her this year. And um, I think it's a really cool video. Yeah, definitely. I think they captured some amazing moments. It's only too bad they didn't wait until after Nashville, because I'm sure there will be really amazing things More for those amazing shows. Moments, yeah, for sure. But Taylor's categories that she's being considered for are Entertainer of the Year, Single of the Year for Begin Again, Album of the Year for Red, Song of the Year for Begin Again, Female Vocalist of the Year, and Video of the Year for Begin Again. That's a lot of nominations. I say she wins them all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, ho- I hope that she gets recognition at the CMAs this year because even though obviously Red is not a fully country album, I definitely think it has songs country enough that deserve that. Begin again, I definitely think so. Not only that, but it's like, okay, so the entire album isn't country, but her fans, especially the ones that have been there since the beginning, you know, and w- what is it um, that a, a, a recent member of um, the Country Music Association who is a very popular country artist, and we forget who it is, but I'm sure one of you can remind me, recently was talking about this, and he said, Taylor will always have a place in country music. This is where she started. I wonder if Taylor's going to perform at the CMAs this year and what she would perform. That would be interesting. I would like to see her perform Red, because I would like to see her perform Red, and I know she probably won't, because I know that's already been performed and everything, but I just feel like that is sort of a great country crossover song. Well, yeah, her CMT Awards performance of it, I loved. Yeah, that's true. That's probably why she wouldn't perform at the CMAs, though, but initial thought. I don't know what she would actually perform. That's a good question, though. It's something worth some thought. Maybe Hmm. Highway Don't Care? I would have no problem with that. Even though they did it for the (laughs) ACMs. They can do it again. Taylor can do her awkward backup dancer moves again. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be interesting to see. I, I mean, it's three months away, but I have a feeling it's going to creep up really quickly. This whole year has just gone by. Well, I, I, I wouldn't say the whole year. I would say ever since tour began. Oh my god, I can't believe it. The past six months have gone, five months have gone by like a flash. So I'm sure that uh, 
CM, the CM, the CMA awards will be upon us before we know it. Do you know it's upon us now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking maybe some mini segments. Mini segments. Woo! We're just laughing at ourselves way too much today. <laughs> it's great. I love it. All right, so our first one um, comes from Love, 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 TS on Taylor Connect, and uh, this is her Swifty bucket list. And it's um, on her bucket list. She has meet Taylor, um, get pit tickets, um, get Taylor's hat, Club Red, take an around-the-world trip to go to all of her concerts, finally master the Taylor curls, play with Meredith, wear all of my Taylor merch in one day, Take a day off of school and do everything and anything Taylor. Sing songs, wear merch, make music videos, order Taylor stuff, anything. I feel like there should be like one a lot of day a year where you can play hooky for the excuse of Taylor Swift. That'd be really cool. That'd be fun. I'm calling in Taylor Swift. <laughs> well, the day that Red came out, I took the day off just so I could literally spend the whole day listening to Red. <laughs> yes. I literally yes. did that. I love it. Oh, I can't wait to the next CD. Our next one is from Simply Swifty Wonderstruck 13, and this is their Swifty bucket list. Bump into Taylor somewhere. See a concert on the same tour more than three times. Meet Austin. Meet Abigail. Meet some people who direct her music videos. Be one of her dancers on her... Be one of her dancers or in her band. I think that's what they meant. Work with her. Have a meal with her. Get her hat or and or guitar. Go to her house where she grew up. Go into the Bluebird Cafe. Have her or and the agency follow me on Twitter or and or retweet something. The next one is a also a Swifty bucket list by Dream underscore Impossible underscore Things on Taylor Connect. Have Taylor retweet or follow me. Have her read my full letter that tells her everything about what she has done for me. Have her read my song and storybook, because when Tay was around my age, she wrote a book. Play with Mare. Touch her sparks fly dress. Weird, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I can understand that. It looks interesting. It looks tactilely interesting. Play on the same stage in which she performed on and where she, and where she was discovered by Scott Borchetta at the Bluebird Cafe. Open one of her shows. Collaborate with the song. Play piano for her for All Too Well. Have a pathetic single girls party with her. It's a few bucket list. I like yeah. that last one. Yeah, I, li I really like that last one. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our next one comes from Miss Wonderstruck on Taylor Connect, also with the bucket list. Um, and her bucket list is meet her, um, get paid her floor seats for one of her concerts, um, sing one of her songs in front of all my friends on karaoke or guitar or whatever. Her fourth one is play a Taylor song at her wedding. The fifth one is get a boyfriend who likes your songs. I like that one. That's funny. <laughs> uh, number six, uh, get a memento of each era beside the CDs, like a bracelet or two a book or something like that. Um, seventh one is um, convert all of her friends into Swifties. And she said so far she's making good progress on that one. Good. <laughs> Everyone's a Swifty deep down. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Everyone's got some Swifty in them. The next one is from Kayla Schaefer. And her Swifty problem is people commenting on CMA Fest pics on Facebook and only hating on Taylor. Not cool. So disrespectful. That is disrespectful. It is. Didn't their mothers anyone. teach them if they didn't have something nice to say, don't say anything at all. 
Honestly, like, I, there's a lot of artists that I don't like, but I don't go out of my way to post mean things about them. I just don't seriously. pay attention Hello. to them. Exactly. exactly. If you don't like them, just leave it alone. Don't even comment. Don't even bother. It just makes you look dumb. Makes you look mean. All you are is mean. Seriously. And a liar. And pathetic. And, pathetic. <laughs> and a bone in life and mean. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Our next one is from Gabby562 on Twitter. Danced my butt off last night at her concert, and now I'm super sore. Swifty problems. It's worth it. Worth oh, it. Yes. it is. All right. Our next one comes from Forever Enchanted 13 on Taylor Connect. And it feels like the perfect night to cry while listening to Last Kiss, because Taylor's the only person who truly understands. Sad face. Mm. I give you an air hug. Virtual air hug. Because I, I know Air hug that. from Swiftcast. Yeah. My heavy heart understands. And a reminder, um, we still have a backlog of mini segment submissions as usual. So that's awesome. And we still always need more. So keep sending yours in and we always save all of them. So if we haven't read yours yet, we will get to it in a future episode. And actually, while I'm mentioning that, if you send anything in, any submissions for anything this month, that enters you into our giveaway for the Taylor by Taylor Rollerball, which we'll remind you about again later. Last week, a listener asked us to ask the rest of our listeners what um, your favorite Taylor lyrics are. So we asked you guys, and we're going to read off a couple of your answers because we thought they were very interesting. For me, it's really hard to pick a lyric because they're Taylor. <laughs> like, they're all amazing. Uh, the first one comes from Tori Swift, 13 on Twitter, and she says, My favorite Taylor lyric is, And I don't know why, but with, y- with you I dance in a storm in my best dress, Fearless. Because Fearless is my ultimate favorite Taylor song, and it makes me think of a Taylor quote that I love. Life isn't about how to survive the storm, it's about how to dance in the rain. That lyric is simply beautiful. Our next one comes from Forever Enchanted 13, again, on Taylor Connect, um, and she says, I've got a favorite Taylor lyric. Well, I love most of her lyrics, but right now, these are some that really hit close to home for me. So casually cruel in the name of being honest, I wish I could run to you, and I hope that you know that every time I don't, I almost do. Uh, you plan, you can plan for a change in weather and time, but I never planned on you changing your mind. And don't forget to look before you fall. They're all very good. Those are really good. Uh, those are really good, and my heart just hurts. <laughs> yeah. She picked all sad ones. No, that's not hard hurting. <laughs> but they they fit, especially when you're going through that. Mm-hmm. Oh, so so, so like amazingly, she's almost like a proverb. She is. Our next one comes from Monique via email, and this one comes from Superstar. So dim that spotlight. Tell me things like I can't take my eyes off you. I'm no one special, just another wide-eyed girl who's desperately in love with you. And she says, every Swifty feels this way, wanting Taylor to only be singing to you all the time, and she does do this very well. I also love that I myself am a wide-eyed girl, to me meaning naive about certain things and easily excited. So I like this particular description fits. I like that. I think that, you know, I mean, not not just in the case of Taylor singing to us, but I think it's like when we're really into somebody and we're really like in this relationship, like we want to be the only person that that guy sees. Or in Nate's case, girl. <laughs> I was going to say, well, hang on a second here. <laughs> Thank like, you for the gender clarification. <laughs> 
significant other, okay? There you go. We want to be the only person our significant other like sees. We want to be the only one in their eyes. And I think I think we've all. We, I mean, I think everybody that's been in a relationship has felt that way. I mean, even if you're not in a relationship, you're that you're you have a crush on somebody. You just really want them to like you. So yeah, if you have any more lyrics, feel free to send them to us. We we're curious to know what your favorite lyrics are and why. Yeah, we'd love to read some more next week. Yes. And another reminder regarding our Fan of the Month contest. We've brought this back recently and sort of revamped the whole process. So every month we want to feature someone who's really gone above and beyond, either to do something special for Taylor or for her fans or both. So if you know somebody really unique in the fan community, if you fit that description or if you know somebody, go to our sites with cast13.com under the Fan Central tab and um, fill out our Fan of the Month application. We want to hear from you. And now we bring you our weekly segment from Jamie at TaylorSwiftCloset.com who is going to give us our Taylor Swift fashion update for the week. Hey guys, it's Jamie from TaylorSwiftCloset.com bringing you the fashion update segment here on SwiftCast. And I am so excited to talk to you guys today because I've got a lot of awesome topics to cover and a really great surprise for you all at the end that I'm super thrilled about. But first, I feel like I have to address Taylor's LA wardrobe changes on the Red Tour since I have all her other Red Tour outfits on my website and you guys have been drowning me in requests for these new LA outfits and I've done my best to track them down for you. And if you're not aware of what I'm talking about, Taylor gave a little shout out to Los Angeles with her B-Stage outfits during the LA shows and just changed up her wardrobe a little. And since these just happened, I haven't been able to track down all the LA outfits yet, but I'm sure I'll find them soon enough, and when I do, I will post them on Taylor Swift's closet. But I can tell you now the ones I did find. And for all four of the LA outfits, she wore customized Blue Lab high-waisted shorts like she does in during Red Holy Ground. And they're all in different colors. And on the second Los Angeles show... Um, she wore a powder blue muscle tee that said Hello Los Angeles on it with three stars, and I was able to track that one down. And the brand is Chaser LA, and you can still buy it online for $48. And in that same outfit, she wore her sold-out Mew Mew silver sequined Oxfords, and these are the same Oxfords that she Taylor wore when she performed at the Jingle Ball back in December. And to continue the fashion update for the whole week, Taylor was photographed leaving the farm, which is a restaurant in Beverly Hills, and she looked very old-school feminine Taylor. She wore a strawberry floral print dress from Contrarian that's on sale for a little over $200. It's really cute and girly. My favorite part about the dress is the plunging V-shaped cutout back, and it kind of contrasts the boat neck front. But the most surprising thing about this outfit is the shoes. She wore a pair of bow-adorned Kate Spade wedges. Now, Taylor wears a lot of Kate Spade stuff, but I kid you not, I have been tracking Taylor's outfits and clothes for years, and I have never seen her wear wedges before. Like, ever. And, um, but she rocked them. I thought she looked great. The whole styling was very 2011-2012 Taylor-esque. 
And now for that exciting announcement I was talking about. If you follow my website regularly, then you probably already know what it is. And it has to do with Keds, which I love. I think all the different prints and styles that are in Keds are so fun and adorable. And not only do I love the shoes, but I love Keds the company. They're so nice, and I think they do so much for the Swifty community. They're always sending Taylor fans to concerts and upgrading them to pit passes at all the shows. And I just can't get enough of them, and I think they were great. Uh, they were like such a great sponsor choice for Taylor. And Keds and I have been contacting each other back and forth over the last few days, and they were generous enough to sponsor my website to do a Keds giveaway. So thanks to them, I am giving away a pair of the limited edition Red Tour Keds, and they have all the U.S. Tour city names printed all over the shoe. They're awesome. I love them. And the giveaway has already started, but you can still enter up until the last U.S. Red Tour date, which, and all you have to do is click the giveaway on my website and leave a comment. So yeah, I'm super excited to give away a pair to you all. I love my readers, and you guys definitely deserve it. And as usual, you can find all the outfits I talked about today with links to buy them on my website along with the giveaway. Thanks for tuning into my segment. This is Jamie from TaylorSwiftsCloset.com reporting for SwiftCast. Thanks, Jamie. And again, you guys can check out all of her fashion updates and um, get all of the latest news on where to purchase the Taylor look at TaylorSwiftsCloset.com. And you can also tweet her at SwiftsCloset. Yes. Any questions? Tweet her. All right. Well, now it's time for our main discussion, which is all about Taylor's special guests and her collaborations and what are our favorites and everything. So, Taylor, um, so Nate, um, what has been your favorite? Oh, my favorite. Um, let me think. Well, special guests and collaborations. I have a few, actually. I mean... I don't know. I can't just choose one. I mean, she's brought out some really awesome, awesome guests this uh, on this tour. So, um, like, I really liked. Um, well, I really like Bob first of all because I really like both of us. So I'm really excited that that she did that way back in uh, in April. You know, at the Atlanta show, that's a really good one. Um, I think more recently, J Lo obviously was awesome. Ellie Ellie Golding was awesome. Patrick Stump was a good one. I really like um, You're my songs. You're naming all of them dark. right now. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> what do you um, want from me? <laughs> Carly Simon was good. I mean, really, I can't. I can't complain about any of them. So, Train Neon Trees. I don't know. I can't. <laughs> even remember, I'm so sorry. I'm the worst at this. <laughs> I I personally like. I mean, I also agree that they're all amazing. But if I had to pick like a few that specifically stood out to me. I think it's whenever Taylor introduces me to music that I would never have, like, thought to normally listen to. Like, I generally don't listen to, like, rap and hip-hop with the exception of, like, being five years old and sticking Baby Got back at the top of my lungs. But, you know, generally that's not the type of music I listen to at all. And I really don't think I I don't think that I would have ever listened to Nicki Minaj had Taylor not tweeted, like, two and a half years ago. I'm addicted to the song Super Bass. So I'm like, what is that? So I look it up and I'm like, Oh, I can jam to this. And then um, at the LA shows during the Speak Now tour, she brought out Nicki Minaj and they did Super Bass. And I was there and I was just screaming at the top of my lungs. And I just like, <laughs> I was, was so happy. So but like, if she had not, you know, mentioned that song or that artist in her, in her Twitter, I probably would have never bothered listening to her because that's just generally not the kind of music I would go out of my way to listen to. And um, 
I don't know. That just so, so I don't think I would have enjoyed that performance had Taylor not introduced it to me, introduced me to that song to begin with. Related to that, I would just like to announce that I totally went on iTunes today and downloaded Jenny from the Block. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah. It's completely stuck in my head now. I like cannot get it out of my head. It's been in my head today all day. One of my favorites, and this is the only person that she's had as a guest twice, has been Nelly. That's true. She hasn't yeah, had any other talking. repeat guests, I don't think. Hey, Porsche. Is that what they're saying? Right? Hey, Porsche. Yeah, that was this year. And then last and speak now, they sang Just a Dream. Both were in St. Oh, Louis. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that, you know, she does. She's definitely. She's very creative and diverse with her special guests and special performances. Like, she does not. I mean, you have no idea what's coming. And that's the great thing about Taylor. And I know, as we were discussing earlier, you know, her entire ability to listen to all all sorts of different types of music and not not limit herself and her own music to one genre i think that definitely helps us as 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 fans of hers to reach out you know through our repertoire or whatever because i know there's a lot of people that only listen to country that have been branching out because of taylor and also people that have never listened to country that started listening to it because of taylor like you know it's uh it's she definitely does a lot to sort of bridge the gap between like the stereotypical genre loyal listeners and i think that her performances really are the kind of sort of the catalyst to it because like i said like i would have never listened to Nicki minaj probably other than like the fact that i am forced to listen to the song starships because it's on the radio all the time it was for a while um but like you know i I don't i don't think i would have ever gone out of my way to listen to her had she not introduced me to the song super bass and then i don't think like had she not mentioned something about it to begin with, when she had brought out Nicki Minaj, I would not have known how to appreciate that performance ahead of time. Do you know what I mean? I would have been like, okay, she's bringing out a chick with a big old butt. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, I just wouldn't have, like, appreciated the performance the same. So I think not only... She does a great way to not only, like, bring bring out and surprise you with special guests, but she also has a way to prepare you for those special guests. And then in turn, sometimes, you know, these artists get a new fan. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm a huge Nicki Minaj fan. I think her songs are really hit and miss with me. But I have given some of her songs a try, at least, and got out of my way to listen to them just out of curiosity, which I don't think I would have ever done without Taylor's initial introduction. There's one particular artist who Taylor has never brought as a guest or covered, but I've been dying for her to for literally years. And that is Gavin DeGraw. Ooh, that's a good one. Taylor, if you're listening... (laughs) Please bring out Kevin DeGraw. No, like, I've been a huge Taylor, fan of his Taylor, if you are years. listening, this is your clue. I've been a huge fan of his for a long time, and I just saw him in concert for the first time last year, and, like, he's such a songwriter, and his style really reminds me of Taylor a lot. She had his arm lyrics one time, I think, yeah, starting to speak now, and I just think that that would be amazing. Yeah, that would be really, really cool. I think that she should look into that. There's definitely some um, artists that she hasn't collabed with that would be interesting. I like the fact that she was soundchecking a Gwen Stefani song. Oh yeah, that happened in LA. Yeah, so I would love to see her performance, a, a possible future performance with, with uh, Gwen and No Doubt. That would be pretty awesome. Um, who else would I love to see her collab with that I haven't yet? Ooh. Well, there's a few people that I would love to see her collab with, but I think there'd be artists that are indie and not necessarily, like, not, you know, known. So, like, I, I think that she would do an amazing collaboration with either Amy, Amy Lee from Evanescence 
Uh, I think they would actually write, write, I think they should write together more than anything else. They would make, create an incredibly amazing song. Or um, one of my favorite indie artists ever, uh, I think I've mentioned her before on the show, Charlotte Martin. I think oh, right, they would did. actually, they would like amazing on stage together. I think they would just have a lot, great musical chemistry. But, uh, I think it'd be cool. I'm not sure how it would work, but Red Hot Chili Peppers, I really like them. I think she could do something. That's that really would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I like feel like, taste. I feel like Taylor really has no limitations or boundaries as to like what right. kind of <laughs> artist she would invite. It's just whoever she likes. I, I do think there is one artist that's never going to be invited on stage with her. <laughs> oh, I'm fairly be. certain. Don't speak too soon. I'm fairly certain, that she, I'm fairly certain that she is not going to be inviting Kanye West to any of her shows <laughs> in the near future. You never know. Never know. Or the distant future. <laughs> I remember. I mean, what, what, what would that phone call even be like? Hey, Kanye, I'm really happy for you, and I'm gonna let you finish. But would you want to accompany me on stage? But just, so, just, but just so we're clear, I'm the best artist of all time. Uh, okay, bye. <laughs> Okay, bye. During, the, during Speak Now, before the Chicago shows happened, when she was covering artists from each city, everybody thought she was going to just pull a sassy move and cover a Kanye song. Yeah. But she didn't. Oh, that would have been interesting. Apparently now he is, once again, so he's changed his mind again, and now he is sorry for the incident. Claiming that having okay. a child changed him. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. We'll see what we'll see we'll okay. see what he says during the VMAs tonight. <laughs> I really hope that what happened. I really hope that what I said last week was actually heard by somebody in the VMA crew, and I told him that he couldn't enter unless he brought a tube of super glue with him and agreed to use it. <laughs> oh man, Haley, what are you some of your, some of your favorite uh, performances? Um, I love when she brought out Patrick Monahan from oh, Train. Yes. Oh, awesome. I met him. He's really nice. He's My amazing. I've heard of Train, and I've listened to their songs, because they've just been around forever. And I didn't, like, you know, fall in love with their music until Taylor sang Chops of Jupiter. Oh, that's oh, one of my favorite covers. Amazing, amazing. Exactly. Such a good cover. And then I actually got to go to a Train concert, and that was amazing. At Fred Rocks, which is a b- amazing amphitheater. I actually got a red Train t-shirt. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, it was Red. awesome. So that's that's one that I've loved, and you know, like everyone else, Jennifer Lo- J Lo, come on, Jenny from the Block. <laughs> that was an amazing performance. Oh my gosh! My friend, when she did, my friend tweeted me last night, and he was like, "If she's still Jenny from the Block, is Taylor still Taylor from the Christmas Tree Farm?" <laughs> <laughs> yes. She will always oh. be that girl that grew up. Note to self, rewrite those lyrics. <laughs> oh. But the fact that Jenny from the block was her hairbrush song that she sang into the mirror with her hairbrush, amazing. Just because you you don't really think that Taylor's going to be singing I'm Jenny from the block. Little 12-year-old Taylor. <laughs> oh, so I really wish it was on video. Oh, right. Right. It's probably somewhere so in the Swift family archives. That'd be cute. She should bring it out if she does have it. Yeah, I agree. Speaking of hairbrush songs. Speaking? Oh, do you want me to... Oh, okay, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking? <laughs> Speaking of hairbrush songs, uh, we were actually wondering, listeners, what is your guilty pleasure hairbrush song? What did you... Do, did you or do you currently... 
sitting in a room with the hairbrush, rocking out to like like nothing else in the world exists when you know that nobody's watching you. We are curious. And so, yeah. if you tell us yours, we'll tell you ours. Exactly. Next episode. That sounded more interesting than I intended it to, but you know. <laughs> share your secrets with us and we'll we'll uh we'll reveal reveal ours as well. It'll be a very intimate sharing experience with our listeners. I have Definitely. a feeling that we might get a lot of people saying that theirs are Taylor. Probably. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'll tell you probably right will. now, Think out this... the past few weeks, okay. I've been jamming a 22 in my apartment. <laughs> yes. How about non-Taylor? What's your guilty pleasure non-Taylor hairbrush song? That would be a challenge. Yeah. Taylor's not a guilty pleasure. She's just a pleasure. Yeah. Exactly. Thank guilty you. about it. <laughs> Exactly. I could not have said it better myself. <laughs> I gotta admit, though, I didn't really have hairbrush songs. I just gotta say that right now. I was never really a hairbrush kind of guy. <laughs> okay, fine. Your your invisible microphone. Bye. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what about a comb? Do you have a comb? Comb. There we go. The comb. There there, you're a comb guy. All your right. Comb song. Your comb song. There we go. <laughs> All right. I think it's time now for our fan projects. Yay. Woohoo! Yay, fans. So, Belle, tell us about the first one that we have. The first project that we have is called Taylorgate 2013. And this is really cool. Um, It's going to begin at the Tacoma show on August 31st that I'll be at. So, basically, what Taylorgate is, it's an organized tailgating party. That's specifically called Taylorgating Party. Um, and... They have got a venue for it that's just a couple of feet, I guess, away from the Tacoma Dome. And it's actually this huge party that's like an all-day thing. It's taking place from noon to seven. And it's $5 to get in, and everything's for charity. So it's basically a fundraising, tailor-gating party for charity. They're going to have a raffle set up. They've got karaoke. Um, they've got, like, snacks and stuff and all sorts of really cool stuff. And, like I said, again, all the proceeds are going to charity. So this would be – what they basically want to do is this is sort of their testing their testing party and they want to kind of turn this into a thing like tailorgating before the concerts you know having like sort of an official party before a lot of the concerts that you know raises money for charity and that that fans can go to and you know have fun at and join in on these raffles and things like that so i think that's a really 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 cool idea um and if you guys want to check out if there is going to be i know this is the, sort of their test phase the one in tacoma so if you happen to be going to the going to the tacoma show uh, visit www.taylorgate.com and it has all the information on uh, for you on where exactly to go and everything and um, keep an eye on the website even if you're not going to that show because they will be doing more of um, party announcements and stuff from that site so it's VMA time you guys and um, I'm actually getting picked up to go to, go to a friend's place to watch the VMAs and then I'm going to come back here and we're going to record a separate second part of the show that's all going to be all about the VMAs. So these guys are going to wrap up this show. So I'm sorry to duck out early, but I have to go watch the show. Yay! Yay! Show time. Talk to you later. All right. All right. Bye, guys. Have fun. Love you. Hand hearts. Our next project is 1,300 Miles for Row. Our friend Brandy is doing a very special project to help support the Ronan Thompson Foundation. And basically what she's doing is walking slash running a total of 1,300 miles. So this isn't all in one day, but it's like over a period of time she's planning to, to walk slash run 1,300 miles. So it's pretty cool. And you can pledge for her journey. And 
all the money will go to the Ronan Thompson Foundation. So even if you can just pledge a little bit, like even even if you only could pledge a cent per mile, that'll end up being thirteen dollars that can help the foundation. So anything helps. So for more information and to pledge, you can go to thirteen hundred miles for number four row.blogspot.com and follow along with her journey on there. So amazing. Our next one is the birthday card project. And this is from 13 underscore Courtney underscore 13 on Taylor connect. She's doing this really awesome thing where she bought a ton of birthday cards and Christmas cards for Taylor. And you can go to her Facebook and pick out a card. She has pictures of all of them messenger, which one you want. And you can write a message to Courtney that she'll put in the card. And you can add a photo. And she's going to bring all the cards to the December 14th uh, show in Melbourne. And, of course, that's the day after Taylor's birthday. So she'll she'll hopefully get it to Taylor with all these birthday slash Christmas cards. And we have a link to the TC thread on... Um, our SwiftCast13.com website, so under the fan project, so go look that up. And speaking of um, doing awesome things for Taylor for her birthday, um, we've been talking about it for a while. We're still trying to spread the word out there. Um, for Taylor's show in Melbourne, same day, December 14th. Um, it's, as you know, the day after her birthday, so um, these people are trying to get it organized enough so that uh, the entire stadium sings happy birthday to Taylor the day after her birthday, which is awesome, by the way. I would love to hear that. love to see that video. Um, so they're trying to spread the word right now, um, and they need everybody's help, um, whether you're going to the show, whether you're not. Um, so um, they have a network of you know different social networking sites. Um, they're doing this on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Taylor Connect. Um, they're doing all kinds of things. So... If you guys uh, would like to help out, you can go to facebook.com slash the happy birthday Taylor project, and uh, you should find all the information that you need there. So Awesome. Awesome. I can't wait for that. <laughs> so now it's time for our Taylor Dictionary Word of the Week. Woohoo. Yay. And this week's is hairbrushing, the art of singing into your hairbrush like a mic in your bedroom, pretending to be a rock star. So go hairbrushing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's even better if you have epic curly hair like Taylor. Mm. Probably. That's probably how she f- learned to flip her hair like that. That's probably why she just came out with a hair mist. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you might be onto something. I wore the hair mist for the first time a couple of days ago and it was pretty exciting. Ooh. Yeah, how was it? It was very swiftastic. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> but it did not transform my hair to look like Taylor's, unfortunately. So now moving on to our giveaways. Um, our iTunes giveaway is still going on. What all you have to do to qualify is to rate us five stars on iTunes and leave us a review. And once we get 50, we're going to pick someone at random to get a pack of red guitar picks and a red sticker. So definitely participate in that and we love hearing what you guys think so reviews are a great way to let us know is the rollerball one still going yeah we're gonna let it run through the end of the month okay so our monthly twitter giveaway started on august 12th and we decided to let it run to the end of the month just because we've had a very busy month and we just want to give everyone more opportunities to enter into this contest 
and the prize is a Taylor by Taylor rollerball. And to enter, all you have to do is submit a mini segment, a fan project, a discussion response, or anything else for the show via any of our contact information, Twitter, our website, email, and everything else. And the more submissions you put in, the more chances you have to win. So it's, it's randomly picked, so go ahead and enter us. And be sure to like us on Facebook so that you can be eligible for our future Facebook contests. And plus, it's a great way to keep in touch with all of us. So um, if you go to www.facebook.com slash swiftcast13, you can like us there. All right. Well, guys, I think it's time for us to join Belle. Definitely. I'm so excited. And and watch the VMAs. (laughs) I'm so So... excited. I'm, I'm watching Twitter right now. And there are 12 minutes to go until these starts. And there have been no pictures of Taylor yet. Oh, no. Well, exciting. Dun-dun-dun. So, well, this has been Haley. Ashley. And Nate. And we will see you guys back shortly. Yeah, and Belle, even though she left. (laughs) We'll see you guys back shortly for our special VMA mini-sode. Woohoo. All right. Bye, guys. Peace out, Swift Scouts. We are in no way directly affiliated with Taylor Swift. 